you're listening to The Hit List and I'm joined by Conor Maynard. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm all good. I'm, all good. I'm a little bit jet lagged, but, um, but I'm doing all right. Where are you fly- Where are you flying back from? Well, I technically came, I, I flew back from the Cayman Islands, but I went to the Cayman Islands for a week and I went to to Florida for a week and then had to kind of fly back through the Cayman Islands. So, yeah. Did you have a good time? Was it was it just a break, a little holiday? Uh, no, it was it was a work trip. It was work. I was kind of uh, basically just filming a promo for the new tour. So the guy that's uh, the rapper Anth, who's kind of supporting me on the second, the next part of my tour. He lives in he lives in Florida, so I went out there to film loads of kind of promo stuff with him for the for the tour. Oh, so, yeah. amazing! Did you manage to get like a you know a day off? Did you manage to go to a little a theme? Park oh no, yeah. I mean, we definitely didn't do as much work as we were meant to, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, we yeah we had a lot of we had a lot of fun, hundred percent. And um, it's actually really it was actually very cool. On the second to last day. Uh, Medusa was there and oh, I actually nice. worked with them age like before they were even called Medusa I did a song with them years ago and uh, basically I saw they were in town and I was like I messed them been like what the hell like, I, seen, I probably hadn't seen them in about it's about six years wow I've seen them in a long time so uh, it was cool to, to, to see them and catch up with them so that was that was nice so yeah Amazing. Well, you took like a, you took a little break from social media um, and yep. and like the world, and now you've come back with new music this year. Um, how did you find your your time away? Because obviously you've you've spent so much of your career online. What was it like taking that step back? Oh no, yeah, it was it was a scary thought, a scary kind of concept to to kind of take a massive step back from something that has been so kind of prominent in my career like, ever since the beginning. But I just felt like I needed it. I just felt like, um, you know, I didn't want to, I was kind of going through a time that, you know, wasn't easy and I didn't want to kind of have to force myself to, you know, pretend to be absolute that everything was fine because I think, you know, my, my, I'm very, I am very much me on social media, but I feel like my, my, the kind of standard me is I'm, I'm normally quite, you know, uh, I feel quite, quite good, at least kind of what I obviously show, um, online and I think that at that point I, it kind of felt a bit like it, it it felt maybe too much to 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 have to yeah as I said like to kind of pretend everything was fine so I kind of just thought you know I'm gonna take a step back um and kind of just do things that I felt could help me in that moment which was kind of pour it into to music and, and write a bunch of stuff about what was going on uh spend more time with my friends etc and and I guess take some time to to heal away away from uh, kind of, uh, you know, picking up my phone every five minutes and looking at different uh, social media pages, etc. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it is really difficult when you, because I, you know, I think presenters kind of have the same thing of you have, you are yourself all the time at work. That's part of the yeah. job, but it is, it's the shiny version of you, the more positive version of you all, yeah. the, all the time. So there, there is that 100%. innate pressure. Because when you think about it, it's like, I get, I yeah. I, why we do that? I don't really know. I guess it's more, you know, it's more entertaining. It's, essentially, it's a form of entertainment, isn't it? It's like, um, I think social media is, is still a, is, is definitely a form of entertainment. And I think that, yeah, I think when when you're not in the mood to be entertaining, it's really hard to be entertaining. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, 
I always so, yeah, have it of like the uh, I always call it like happy happy fun times on the radio when you're and it's really hard to be happy happy fun when you're not feeling very oh, happy happy fun. A hundred percent. I remember that. Do you remember like the, I think it was Katy Perry's like biopic movie that she was in. There was that scene where she's like crying her eyes out, and all of a sudden she just stops to go on stage. Yeah. And I remember thinking like like that is intense. Like, I don't think I could. I mean, obviously it might have been slightly dramatized for the for the for the documentary they were filming. But I remember thinking, like, wow, like, uh, don't, I, if I was in that much of a bad spot, I think I'd probably cancel the show. <laughs> I think I might just have call it. Yeah, oh, I'll come back next year, guys. Go on. <laughs> um, you've said that since coming back, like, the you've actually had this really positive response from fans, like, wanting to know how you were, but also being quite responsive to you now being a bit more open. What's that kind of been like, you know, changing how how you show yourself? now on social media um yeah no what it, it was really cool i think that it actually even maybe realize how many other people that you know that follow me obviously go through difficult periods as well and a lot of them kind of related to it and and you know everyone understand like it felt like everyone understood like why i did it and obviously it's not that is it was not kind of my followers or my fans favorite thing in the world for me to just disappear <laughs> for, for a couple of months but um you know they were all super super uh, supportive and 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 as i said understanding so uh yeah i think it was it was it was cool to kind of come back and feel like you know it wasn't kind of this weird like oh i've got to step back into it and like ease myself back in i kind of just came back and addressed it immediately and, and everyone was super cool about it so yeah well, I think people really respond to like that honesty, and like you say, a lot of people go through it, so they relate to you. And sometimes I think it even like works in your favour a little bit because they because then they're like, oh yeah, this person is yeah, a real 100%. human being. That, well, that's why I like the joke, like the joke between me, like my friends, and also for a lot of artists as well. It's like you know maybe you should go and get your heart broken. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your heart broken, take a bit of a break and then come back with a bunch of like, like brand new music. And, and you know, it's, I guess it's the, it is the silver lining, I suppose. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take what we can from it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because it definitely doesn't feel good when it happens. No. So you, you need everything, a, any benefit that can come out, any benefit you can squeeze out of it. I'll, I will take it 100%. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the music that's come out of it now. By Your Side, uh, your latest single is like amazing. I'm obsessed Thank with you. it. Such a good track. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, you said in the, in the press release for it that it took quite a while to write and you scrapped like a, quite a few versions before you settled on, on this one. What was the mm -hmm. kind of like aha moment where you were like, this is it, this is the one? Um, I feel like with this particular song, like I would say whilst pretty much every single song that's on that I've written for this kind of period of, of, of time, um, I would say Bioside is kind of the one that is the least about the actual situation and more so about my relationship with kind of my following and, and, and kind of almost thank you to like them for like, as I said, like what we were saying before, like for being so supportive and being so kind of cool about everything that I felt like I needed to do um, when when things didn't feel good. Um, and obviously it still stemmed back to like what had happened. It was kind of, it, obviously the kind of core, core of the song is very much about um, holding on to something or like obviously in my instance of a relationship, but I, you know, it could have been about anything. It could be about a friendship or a family member, it could be about anything. But holding on to something that is definitely coming to an end and you know it's coming to an end, but you just don't want it to end. So it's like, you know, it's definitely a difficult feeling. I can imagine we've all been through at some yeah, point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and 
Um, I wanted it to be able to reach as many people as possible because I wanted it. I didn't want to make it too like too just very very specific about about my uh, situation because most of the songs I've written about this particular situation are very specific. Yeah. And this one, I remember thinking like, mm, I kind of want to make it a bit more broad. I want to make people feel like they can listen to it and and interpret it in their own way and, and twist it into their own uh, into their own experiences, etc. So. This one I kind of wrote more so for, for, as I said, for like for the fans so that they could, yeah, interpret it in their own way. But it was, but that is hard because you want to make it still interesting. You still want to make it like fun to, li- like, you know, cool to listen to, but um, you want to make it be as relatable as possible. It's quite, it's, it is quite a hard thing to do. Yeah, those two things to, to kind of balance at the same time. Yeah. But it's, you did it. You nailed it. It's a great track. Yeah, we got there in the end. Um, we got there. we got there in the end. That a bit cool. sonically different from from previous work. You said you drew from inspiration uh, from people like 1975 and mm. The Weekend. What is it about like those artist sounds that that really stuck out for you that you wanted to kind of emulate with this with this new track? Um, I don't know. It's just I I I guess I just go through phases of of, of different artists that I listen to, different artists that I enjoy. 1975 have definitely been, uh, you know, they're definitely an artist that I've listened to the last kind of six months and have been a huge inspiration to kind of music that I've been making in that time. Uh, the weekend I've been is someone I've been listening to for years. I remember literally like showing my friends his songs uh, like way before like the masses yeah, knew who he was. I remember yeah. I was playing them high for this and Wicked Games and they and my friends were like, oh, this is actually really cool because it's kind of back when I remember there was definitely a period where like. You couldn't really get away with showing your guy mates a singer. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah. only rap. Yeah. I remember like, when I was at school, like, if I was showing my guy mates, it had to be rap. If I was showing them a singer, they'd be like, oh, what's this type thing? Yeah. They didn't find it cool. Whereas I had the weekend, and I was like, this is, uh, something about this is so sick. Yeah. And it's I like 20, 2011, and then, he was like this big, like, underground artist, wasn't he? It's like, uh, like, he was for ages, yeah. And then he, and then he kind of just absolutely turned it into <laughs> way, kind of way more mainstream, but definitely kept his kind of cool edge. So, I mean, yeah, he absolutely smashed it. But, um, yeah, the weekend's a huge inspiration for me, also, and uh, Post Malone is another one. There's like lo- there's loads of artists that I listen to, uh, and 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 definitely draw inspiration from. So, um, a lot of people are drawing uh, comparisons to the Kid Leroy on on By Your Side as well, which I think is really cool. Yeah, uh, because I think it's great as well. So yeah, that was cool. Who's like on your dream list of working together, collaborating, writing together? Who would you who would you like die um, if you were? The I would student? definitely love doing a song with Post Malone. I think that yeah. I, I think that his music is insane and i think that um yeah i would just very much love to but i would love to do like a song that's like super slow and like super kind of like emotional yeah because he's got such kind of a gritty like emotional voice and i think for me that's kind of uh, a lot of the stuff i do is very in that kind of area as well like i don't know why i just I seem to enjoy making people cry so <laughs> so it's I a think great that, skill uh, to have <laughs> No, hundred percent, hundred percent. People, you know, it's, it's it's it is what it is. So I've got to, I've got to run with it. So, yeah. People just want to feel something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. KM FM. This is the hit list. KM FM. Um, so let's talk about TikTok for um, a sec. You're like the seventh most followed music account in the UK on TikTok, <laughs> which is wild. Um, it is re- it's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Why. I don't know how that ended up happening because I remember just checking and thinking, oh yeah, like you know, the f- my following is kind of growing pretty fast on TikTok. That's quite cool. But it was only when I started looking at other artists, thinking, oh wait, it's growing like really fast compared to like loads of people, like major major artists. And I was thinking, well, I'm not. 
uploading that much. You know, the plan definitely wasn't to kind of build this massive following on TikTok. I was just uploading things as and when I, I, I made them. And yeah, people just, just, I don't know. They came. <laughs> so, yeah. Bit of a philosophical question that's just come into my head. Do you think because mm. you, you know, have ha- like spent a lot of time online throughout your career, you have, you know, you've been on the YouTube scene and everything. Do you think that that kind of gave you these skills to be able to pick up a new uh, platform really easily? Oh, and, and yeah, of, I mean, like as yeah, a digital native, it would have played a part, hundred percent. However, like me and me and like my kind of close friends who, you know, who. Both, we work on music. A discussion we always have is that fear of like one day there will be an app that will come along, <laughs> and we will genuinely just be too old or like dated to get it. Because I, I remember at first when TikTok blew up and it was all kind of like the little TikTok dances. I was a bit like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. If, I don't, know if this is really <laughs> I don't think I really want to do a dance. <laughs> yeah. But then obviously TikTok as it expanded and grew, like you know, obviously the genres that were blowing up within it uh, became way more. Uh, broad and diverse so that was that was fine I feel like with because I do I totally relate to you because I'm uh I'm 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 a millennial like I'm a I'm a hot I am I'm a very much millennial but I try and keep you on the radio Um, (laughs) and uh like TikTok absolutely I think you kind of still have the same fear of like oh my oh my god (laughs) I don't understand what anyone's saying I I uploaded I uploaded a TikTok and it got (laughs) It got like 11, it got like 11 million views. Super recently, it got 11 million views. And one of the top comments was millennial humor. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. Now I'm old. (laughs) And I was like, they found me. The children have found me. (laughs) I just use it. Yeah, you got like, you got to use it because you got to keep up with all the lingo, you know. So I I got to be able to blend in. I I feel like every single day I go on TikTok, I learn a new phrase or like a new, like a new thing that's going on. And then you like adopt it into, I like aggressively adopt, I think at the moment. Some of them I do, some of them I think are just so niche, but um, some of them I do like. I love the word Riz. I was literally just about to use that as an example. Like Riz is taking it. I saw Riz and I was like, I kept seeing Riz and I was like, what the hell is this? As a... It was right before Christmas, and I remember like, I saw Riz, and I was like, "What?" And I, and I told all my mates, and my mates were like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And then we all started using it like so much. <laughs> and then, like, then you like say different things, like oh, like one of the other day, like, one of my mates was chatting to a girl, and we were like, "Oh, it's the, the Risen of Oz." <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just, so like, good. And then one, of the, one of the boys goes, oh, it's Rizzy Maguire. <laughs> so, like, all these names started coming up and it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's great. But I love like it. Even I'm saying that it. makes me sound old. Like we took it and made it old. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to use cheesy. it. Rizzard of Oz. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. adopting that. Um, what's your favourite TikTok trend at the moment? I saw you hopped on ceilings, like recording your own vocals oh, I, as well. That was amazing. When I saw ceilings, I was like, I've got to do that. I have to do that. And it's annoying actually because I was gonna film one in a dress because that was the next step. Yeah. I originally saw it when it when it was the Savannah, well we'd call them Savannah bananas, but the Savannah bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved. I saw theirs and theirs were so good. And I saw that one and I was like, oh my god, I've got to do this. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I put it together. But I was like, you know what? Because because it's music, I was like, I'll do my own version of it, um, because. I can. So I well, like, yeah, I absolutely. I love yeah. that because it, I think it's such a, right. a, a, a unique take on, like, it's what you do. So why wouldn't, well, the thing is why that, wouldn't you well, do that, that? That was the thing. I feel like with every single trend I do, 
I always want to like do it in my own way. I, yeah. I don't really like just oh I'm gonna do the trend exactly how it is. I like to kind of have my own spin, and that's why I kind of usually warm towards music-based trends because it means that I can uh, do it in my own way. But um, yeah, when I saw that, I thought that one was was great. What other what other trends are happening right now? Off the top of my head, I'm not actually even sure that I'm aware of that many others right now. It's it's um, like it's mainly ceilings. My my TikTok is mainly ceilings, and then videos from Taylor Swift's era's tour. That's it. Like interesting. Oh really? And also, well, I, I I haven't seen many from Taylor Swift's tour. But I remember when there were so many videos going viral of, of Matty on. on oh, yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god! I saw so many of those videos. They were popping up on my TikTok so much. I was like, this guy. Did you wild. did you go see them on that tour? I did. I went to see them. Yeah, I went to see them in the O2. So my. So my mate who basically produced, um, if he produced If I Ever, he produced By, By Your Side, and he produced the kind of upcoming singles as well. He's like a hardcore 1975 fan. I think he has he has their, uh, one of their, I don't know if it's their actual logo, logo or, or their logo for one of their albums, but he has it tattooed on his, on his leg. Wow. So, so yeah, he's, uh, he's a big 1975 uh, fan. So we went to see them and it was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. We actually went the night where it was, where it was rumored that Harry Styles was gonna walk out, but he didn't. And then I saw a few weeks later where like it was rumored Harry Styles again, and then Lewis Capaldi walked out <laughs> with a Harry Styles t-shirt or something, and I was a bit like, oh, that would have been hilarious, but that wasn't the show I went to. Yeah, so, yeah. I, w- I went to see them in uh, very rogely. I went to Leeds. <laughs> okay. And, um, <laughs> and we were there like, oh, are they going to bring out a, a secret guest? Who could it be? Maybe Sam Fender? No, he'd probably do Newcastle. Maybe Lewis Capaldi. And we got nobody. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> well, this is the thing because Taylor Swift came out the night before yeah. I went. So obviously everyone's buzzing, like talking about who's gonna come out. And then Matty literally addresses he goes, guys, honestly, it's a lottery. Like it's luck of the draw. Yeah. Like, we haven't got it for every single night. If you came if you come to one that's on there, lucky you. You guys came tonight, so you're unlucky. Even when I even when I was on tour, like I was in LA and I, I brought out Madison Beer for one of the shows and Obviously, my friend, a lot of my fans were like, "Oh, is he going to bring someone out for the next show?" And I was like, "Well, no, it's just because she was there." Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that made sense. Whereas, like the next, I might be in another city where I don't know anyone that's there. I'm not going to like, you know, just like, br- oh, bring up a random so, yeah. yeah, I think it is kind of an interesting thing with TikTok now. So many shows are like being you know documented on because i i had love on tour on my for you page 1975 eras sabrina carpenter doing her uh, freestyle at the end of nonsense that she does that went viral um and it's kind of like is is this no, you know, is it setting expectations? I, I actually wanted to i wanted to say to my um to my fans i was like i wanted them to like, I wanted to do like a challenge where essentially I would say like, I don't, I don't know what the, like the, 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 you know, the winning prize would be. I don't know what the prize would be, but I wanted to say like to my followers that are coming on the next part of the tour, whoever posts a TikTok or whatever that gets the most views or like goes the most viral, then I would do like something for them to encourage them to kind of like post snippets. Because I remember like there were so many snippets of my kind of the first half of my tour um because i i mean i act, i act like a complete idiot on stage <laughs> I, do, I do like half music and half just honestly just chatting the most random those are the best shows so i'll just talk about really random stuff while i'm on while i'm on stage and, and basically make a make an idiot of myself and i was thinking like oh it'd been funny if like some of those had been uh clipped a bit, a bit more so i kind of want to say for the next half like right guys i'm taking a challenge whoever can like clip the best bit and 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 capture something funny um will 
uh, yeah, get a prize. But I need to figure out what the prize will be. So yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That's such a good idea. I love that. Um, okay, I've I've taken up so much of your time because we just went into a TikTok deep dive. Um, let's talk about what's next. So you've got the second half of the tour coming, um, yeah. and you've been releasing this music. Is it is it gonna become an EP, an album? Or is it all top secret? Um... <laughs> I feel like I almost accidentally said it earlier on. But. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> I did. I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't decided. <laughs> um, I mean, I've written a bunch of songs. Mm. Okay. Uh, it would make sense to put it in a in a body of work. So it I'll would. Yeah. It would. We'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. But I'll, I'll put it this way. Either way, whatever the whatever the outcome is, you won't be waiting for very long. Okay, that's that's great. That's good to know. At least you won't be waiting to know. To actually, <laughs> if you end up hearing it, that you'll be waiting for a minute. But like to know, you won't be, you won't be waiting for very yeah, long. Yeah, it's fine. We'll sta- <laughs> we'll stagger it out so that there's not too much exactly. suspense at any one given time. Got, as, as, remember, as I said at the beginning, I've got to squeeze out everything out of this heartbreak I possibly can. <laughs> I need to make it worth it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the stuff that we've heard so far is anything to go by, it's, uh, it, you know, maybe not worth it. I don't want to put those words in your mouth because the heartbreak <laughs> is a horrible thing, but you are, really you know, is. there is great music coming out of it. Perfect. That's, 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 all, that's all good then. <laughs> We're going to play your song by your side now. Can you introduce it for us? Yes, of course I can. What is up, everyone? I'm Connor Maynard, and this is my brand new single, by your side. I hope you enjoy it.